Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Daniel McFeeters. As you may know, our dear brother, Glenn Trammell, passed away in November of 2019. Before he passed away in October, I went to his home and had a beautiful visit with him. I recorded this interview in which he shares many beautiful stories from the Dial Prayer Ministry and how it impacted countless people through the 25 years that he operated this ministry from his home. Yeah, if you could tell a little bit about the story of how uh, the Dalla Prayer Ministry got started back the in The Dalla Prayer Ministry was, was inspired by the Holy Spirit because I had never heard that type of ministry before. And uh, it just come to me and I started... Uh, the church agreed with me, so mm -hmm. it, at that time I was younger, my th thoughts were much quicker, <laughs> but it was amazing what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember, I'll never forget this one couple, but the one stands out in my mind. Uh, she, uh, some of our people were on evangelistic effort, and they visited her, and she said, uh, do you ever hear Glenn Trammell about out of prayer? <laughs> and they said, yes, we know Glenn. So I I uh, started visiting her. She called me and wanted me to visit her, and mm -hmm. I did. There's a thing that stamped out of my mind about this one. She had a son. Mm -hmm. His name was Timmy. Timmy was always right there beside of her. And she, told, she would tell me, she said, now, Timmy's a good boy, but Timmy's slow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of he didn't say any, say anything, but eventually she was married to an alcoholic and had two sons. Mm -hmm. I remember going out and uh, the pastor called me and said, "Glenn, could you get over and minister to the Campbell family?" Mm -hmm. He said. Uh, one of Jim's sons was just shot and killed by his uncle. Wow. So I went over and I remember they were all a, a big drunk and, and drugs and this type of thing. And this man was running to stick his head out the door screaming as loud as he could, God, you kill my son. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, later on, he, he acknowledged that he had a major, he had a big part in it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, she divorced him. Mm -hmm. She divorced him and he, uh, and uh, she started murdering and she started going out with another guy that wasn't any better. Oh. But one day, and I, I just lost, lost count of them, one day we got a phone call. Timmy, the slow one. Mm-hmm. He said, Glenn, can you get me a ride to church? <laughs> and uh, I said, of course, I was going to a different church then. And I said, sure, I know people from that church. I'll get you a ride. And I called. Yeah. The next call I got was a church. They were sending Timmy to Loma Linda. Not to Loma Linda, but to Andrews. Andrews. For the ministry. Wow. That's... That, that's the one, the most amazing thing that stands the, out. The power of God. And he continued to, uh, after, afterwards, 
I think he got the rest of them coming to church. Was this someone who was calling, who, who first got in contact with you through this the This was the first. Prayer? She just happened to call after I had uh, started the dollar prayer. Yeah. That was her first contact with mm-hmm. Seventh-day Adventist Church. And naturally, wow. when these when these folks were visiting her on the training period, mm-hmm. she asked them one thing when she found out they were some Seventh-day Adventists if they knew Glenn Travel. Oh, yes, we know Glenn. Wow. So that's that's the most outstanding thing that about Donald okay. Prayer, I remember. And there have been others, of sure. course, yeah. How many... Uh, how many years did you have the dial of prayer in Ohio before you moved? In Ohio, well, I was first elder. Well, I was. This is hard to believe. This is my work and power of God. Mm-hmm. I was there for ten years, and I think I was first elder most of this tenure. This is mm-hmm. seven hundred, about seven, uh, four hundred members. Yeah, and uh, as so I, I started dial of prayer then. Then I went to Hamilton uh, after my wife and I were married, and uh, I think I, I was uh, first elder there as, as so was Stern here, not in my doing, but what the church decided. Mm-hmm. But so, in, in all, Clark and I have been had dial a prayer ministry for twenty. Probably about twenty-three years. Wow. Uh, Mike said the other day he's over here. He and Jody was over here Sunday. He said, "Glenn, I was wondering how and you, you guys could do this for over twenty years, mm-hmm. but uh, you don't do it. It just automatically the Lord gives you the the needs to yeah. pray for. Yes, and we have seen many prayer needs answered." Yes. So you moved from Cincinnati First Church, then you moved to the Hamilton. Hamilton and from Hamilton here. here. I did I did not use I did was not in a little in the dollar prayer ministry as much in Hamilton. In Hamilton, okay. I uh, was I had a pastor, I think I told you this morning. I loved him and I'm looking forward to they'll keep that commitment with him and see Amen. him in the heavenly country. But uh, and the conference president would had been my my uh, pastor. Pastor, yes. And so Walt Sherman was uh, Walt was just he had they said died twice in his wife's arms and wow. but and he the, he and the conference president was very very best friends. Mm-hmm. And as long as I had, as long as I was there as his first elder, I just took his place. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't even be in the church board. Because mm, of his condition. Because of his is, condition. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, most of it probably was at, was at uh, Cincinnati first. Okay. And, uh, and Stearns. Yeah. I uh, went into literature ministry in uh, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I mean, in uh, Hamilton. In Hamilton. So I don't know how I've done that. <laughs> We had a home to sell. Yeah. We had a large home, and it was too too, too large for my wife and I. Mm-hmm. We got on our knees and said, Lord, uh, which ministry do you want me to stay in? Because I was doing most all the ministry in the church. This, we had about 200 members. Mm-hmm. Plus, I was trying to do the 
if you're a literature worker, well, you know, they want you to... You're working hard. Yeah, we'll work. <laughs> you live all their time. Not even... They don't even want you to help an elder's position. Right. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I said, Lord, if you want me to stay in the literature ministry, now we our house has been up for sale for about three months. And uh, if it's you would want us to stay, want me to stay in the literature ministry, sell the house Monday. <laughs> sell out. I've, I've never did that before. Sell the house Monday morning. We had a beautiful house, good condition. Mm-hmm. But uh, my uh, right at the top, I said, "Well, you got something to sell. You want it to be perfect, right?" I said, "I can do a little trimming out there," and uh, I had the ladder up there. It really didn't need it, mm-hmm. but that was my ideal. Young couple, my wife said when we was praying, and she said, "Send someone that'll take my husband's place. I don't want to break his neck up there." <laughs> so help me. Young couple got up, got out of the car, and said, "Do you, do you, you the owner?" And I said, "Yes." Can we go through it? They bought the house, gave us everything we asked. Not only that, they, the only big thing that, to, to us it was. Uh, and, and it's type of probably will us out in two weeks because they wow. wouldn't move, they they wouldn't move, move in right and away. We, we, you wouldn't believe what all we give away. <laughs> I think the the, uh, the uh, kitchen set and Joyce's house come from our house. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and this is what he said: I, I want it. Get your place in two weeks. And he said, "Get that ladder down." He said, if there's anything to do, he said, I'll take care of it. Wow. <laughs> exactly what Bert had asked answered, answered Bert's prayer as well. And we got in the car. And I was preaching, of course, the next uh, So I don't know why I loved the country and went out in the country to find a place to live. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told the, the Lord, he had told me he wanted me to stay in literature ministry. Well, we got out there, and someone running in the back of us totaled our car. Oh, no. I said, Lord, as busy as I am, how could that have happened? Yeah. He said, look at your message. Just come and service. And the message was keep, about keeping your vows. The vows was that I would stay in the literature work, and the Lord yeah. knew if I got out there 30 miles from, from uh, the church that this probably might not happen. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, after a while, I did, I did stay in a literature work till after a while, it got to the point I seen I was going to have to take full ministry, and I understood that was a little yeah. 12 then. Yeah. So. Wow. So you were in the literature work for how many years, do you think? Please? How many years were you doing literature work? Uh, about six or seven years. Six or seven years. Yes. I, I don't remember. 85? What wait a minute, let's see. I took an early retirement in 85. Mm-hmm. Went in in 85 and probably maybe, yeah, probably about 10 years. About 10 years. Yeah. So I moved down here. Because you moved down here. In 95. In 95. Yeah. 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 And it was, it was shortly after that that Pastor Sam came to start. Yeah. Uh, when I first came here, uh, uh, Pastor... Uh, Calkins, Fred Calkins. Was here. Was here. Yes. And Fred was a wonderful pastor. Mm-hmm. I just truly enjoyed working with Fred. I did, I did, did 
did Sam too. Yes. But Sam, Sam is the type of person that, that uh, he needed help. He would ask you. Mm-hmm. He said, Glenn, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to depend a lot on you. He said, this is my first church. This is what he told me. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, he started, uh, they started having problems up in Somerset mm-hmm. and uh, Grove. Mm-hmm. And we were not having any problem with students. Mm. Yeah. And in fact, I think the membership would just stay pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. I've often thought about that, though. We had uh, a lot of white hair and arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. They, they were my friends. And, oh, and yeah. I, you know, I conducted this service, their funeral service for about all of them. Mm-hmm. Just miss them so much. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so that was 95. That's been 24 years now. 25, 25. Let's see, 95. Almost. Yeah, yeah, be 25 years from February. Yeah, in February, it'll be 25 years. Wow. Wow. The church is a lot different now than it was. uh, The church is a lot different now. Than it was twenty five years ago. Church is a lot different. You know, I believe part of it. I don't know what we're going to do about it, but it's our internets and and uh, iPhones and all of that that was mm-hmm. not that prominent during twenty five years ago. Right, right. And I, I've seen a. I believe that has a major thing to do. It does. With it. it really does. People would rather stay home and yes. and get on the internet. As rather than come out and go to church, and, and they do, do not realize how important that we're needed with each other. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, to me, to me, Daniel, I have an appointment with God when that door's open. Amen. I'm going to be there. The only time, but Bird and I, the only time that we ever missed church was an absolute emergency. And we we did a lot of traveling, and uh, I had a good job and. Had a lot of vacation, so we but we took that little uh, church director book with us. Yes, and uh, so I don't. The only one time we stopped in Richmond, Virginia, and stayed all night. Mm-hmm. Bert's brother had cancer, mm-hmm. and uh, he was in not he was in the Baptist hospital, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd always rent it, rent a. The uh, motel for Friday night through Saturday, through Sunday morning. Yeah. That morning, I got up and I said, "Honey, I said we we got to go to we got to go to Lexington right now." Mm. She said, "We're going to go to church." I said, "Not today. The Lord has something else for us." Hmm. And uh, so, every time we visit her brother, her her his wife was she's good all the thing, but she was not a believer, and it was almost impossible to witness to it. Yeah. So uh, he said, go. We went. The wife wasn't there for the first time. He accepted everything, and I conducted his funeral about three or four months later. Wow. Which was much easier, much, much easier for Bert to know that she's going to But that's the only time that I can remember that we didn't go to church someplace. But you had church going up and visiting that, that man in the hospital. Oh yeah, yes, yes. That right. was the church. <laughs> you had church. <laughs> That's right. That was that 
That was what God told you to do. Yes. Well, we was in uh, another time. We was in uh, Mount Washington, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Went to church in New Berlin. I got a little book that told us what time the church started. We got up there at 9 o'clock in the morning. There's no one there. There was a white church, but you couldn't have told what it was. It didn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> so when I said, New Berlin has a, is a town of about 20. It's a farthest up north you can go on New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. So we went down found a police station. Mm-hmm. He never heard of Seventh-day Adventists. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and he never heard, but as a man came in, one of the troopers, and he asked him about them. He said, I don't know, I don't know that name. He said, there is a group that meets up there at, at that address every week at about 2 o'clock. And mm-hmm. we went, my wife and I went back up there, and it was them. Wow. And I told, I told, I told Bert, I said, honey, if, ever, if, if that church is ever looking for a place to hide in time of trouble. They found it. They found it. I think I pretty much let them know too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, it was it was a good a good visit. We went home with the doctor and yeah. his wife and had dinner with them. And, yeah. <laughs> They're hiding in plain sight, huh? <laughs> wow. Please. Do your sisters come and visit with you often? I don't know what I'd do without them. <laughs> I really don't know what I'd do without them. I, I, I've i never got as much, well, I've, I've always got attention from them. That's a mighty work of power of God. Mm-hmm. When we moved down here, see, we, my wife had four, four children. Yes. They lived in different states. Yes. One was in Germany, one was in Indiana, two was in, two was in uh, Murfreesboro, uh, Tennessee. And God, and we had a wonderful church family that loved us so very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these days I'll show you just what all the, if you look on the wall in there, you'll see this is something the church gave us when we left. Wow. Uh, and also they feel, feel like they had a Glenn and Bert day. Wow. Then uh, they give us a, an album what each one had to say, but just about the whole church. But anyway, uh, they loved us very much, but... I knew they had a family to take care of. Each each one, you have your own family. You've got to do the best you can. Right. And uh, my wife and I said we'd never move, move back down there. We loved our home. We even, after we sold it, we moved into the nice section, of, uh, an adult section, senior status, senior status by a beautiful lake, mm-hmm. ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, uh, the Lord knew that Bert was going to have Alzheimer's. Yeah. And he knew that the found, the church family was not equipped to take care of an outsiders, you know, like that, even though they yeah. loved us that much. Yeah. So we was down here, and we'd never under any circumstances thought about moving before Quarry County. And that's the reason I know there's two factors there. Uh, all of a sudden, uh, my Joyce asked, "Why don't you folks move back down here?" Yeah. And uh, I said, "Bert would never go for that." For that. She said, yeah, she said "Speak right? for yourself. <laughs> Speak for yourself." And that's why we're here. But not only that, 
the first time I was there, I, I told Bert, now, I'm not going to do anything to get to Stearns uh, for at least a month. I preached the first two sermons. What, <laughs> and wow. what happened, though, the first sermon, I preached the first sermon that was here the first Sabbath. Got up, and he, the Tucker, Brother James Tucker, was the first elder. Mm -hmm. He was dying of cancer, so was his wife. Yeah. And he said, thank you, Lord, for sending Glenn and answering my prayer. Mm -hmm. And then I looked, the first thing I said to Bert, Bert, honey, now I know why we're here. Mm -hmm. And it was definitely part of, part of that. He had been praying, he had been praying for me. He'd heard me speak down here once before. Yeah. And, uh, but that's pretty much the dollar prayer ministry. Wow. And so when you, when you moved back to Stearns, then you started doing the dollar prayer with Stearns. Yeah, after, after, after shortly, you know, I didn't know him right off. And, yeah. Um, you know, after a couple of years. Yeah. So that's really just been probably about 23 years. Wow. That's so amazing. So amazing. And people are still listening to the Dalla prayer, even. Well, I know you I've been, I've been, I've been very while, negligent because I haven't just been able to think very clearly. Right. But right. I will be again. I'll be. Yeah. If you'd like for someone to take it over, I'd be glad to. <laughs> well, you keep putting things on there, and I, I hope to start putting a couple on there myself. Will you do that? Please do that. Yeah. Because I feel like that. If you have a dollar permit, it should be used some way, somehow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And people are listening yeah. to it. They're being blessed. And I still get people message me with prayer requests every once right. in a while. There's a lady named Robin. She messages often. And she says, says, pray for me. Yeah. You know. So we pray for Robin. Yeah, we... There's not one of us can say we don't need prayer. That's right. Especially people, I believe, I've always felt this way, that people should be praying for the leaders of their church. Yes. Uh, I, I the government officials, too. Mm -hmm. We might not like them. We might not like them at all, but they're in there because God put them put in there. there. That's right. And we're told to pray for them, and I think that we should. That's right. Exactly right. I do. Christina sends her greetings. She is preparing for a cooking class, and uh, so that's exciting. We we it's, have, it's, it's, it's truly excited for her. She, it is. Well, it, it's exciting when you know you're doing anything for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I don't care what it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you feel your heart's going out to it, the way it does, way it goes from her heart as a continuous thing. You know it's from God. That's right. Yeah. Exactly right. And you tell her I'm praying for her every day. I will. You, 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 you're, you're a team. I will. And I don't think it's, there's absolutely not anything more important to a pastor than having a wife that's working with him as a team. Mm -hmm. I had that. Amen. I had that with Bert. I could tell Amen. you stories that would absolutely be unbelievable. Listen. Tell me why. When, when I was home, when I was home, I went into literature work. She went with me. She went with me. She drove the car. I would drive the car. No, she would drive the car. 
I'd jump out, she'd run, I had over 300 doctor's offices. And she would pull up to the doctor's office, I'd jump out with the book, run in, check it. She kept the motor running, here we are, off to the next one. <laughs> but sometimes she, a wife has things to do at home that she could mm -hmm. not. She was with me. She was with me, Daniel. I'll tell you what, that'd be the times, the time I come home one evening and say, okay, what happened about seven o'clock? This, this has happened constantly over and over. And I said, well, it was strange. I never had anything like this to happen, but I was given a canvas, this couple, and, and, uh, I was reaching her. She, you could say she was very interesting, interested. And uh, when he was like that table, mm -hmm. and after a while, she reached over and said, "Give me that book." <laughs> she gave one of the best canvases I've ever heard. The husband won't raise his head up. Do you take cash? <laughs> <laughs> That's just one time. Wow. That was another time. Okay, what happened at five o'clock? She, she would be doing the laundry and she'd be impressed to drop on her knees at that time and pray for me. Amen. At the very time that I needed her. Mm. And with times, okay, what happened at five o'clock this afternoon? I said, honey, I don't know how I got turned around on William Hart and Half Road. What a business. I was in Cincinnati at five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, no. And uh, when I was going the wrong way, and all of a sudden I was going the right direction, she asked me what happened at that time. I don't know what happened. I just know I was going the wrong way, and suddenly I was turned around going the right way. Wow. And I, I could go on and on of what happened during those times. A, I, I love cats. Yes. So does my wife. Yes. I, uh, this, this is just some of the things that still stand out in my mind. She would go with me and she would pray for the for me while I was given a canvas. Or if there was a baby, the baby said she would watch the baby. Mm -hmm. There's no baby this time. It was on the couch. It was a white and black cat. Hmm. And he just kept looking up at her. It didn't take his face off of her. And it came, we could look back at her and if he was still... After a while, he just reached up and kissed her on the cheek. Aww. She fell in love with cats. There's another time, old black girl. This, this, is, this is kind of funny. Uh, she kept looking at Bert that way. Uh -huh. Bert was light-complected. Uh -huh. She's like a, a, a Christina. She was light-complected, blue-eyed. And... Uh, the little black girl hadn't been around white people, evidently. <laughs> She's probably about two or three years old. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, she reached up and... <laughs> her mother said, you see that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> These things you'll, you'll always it's remember. Precious. Yeah. That's neat. That's neat. Oh, you know, I spent I spent a year doing canvassing all over East Kentucky, yeah. and I could tell you so many stories about miracles and uh, God taking me just to the right place at the oh, right absolutely. time. Bert would pray that for the type of book that they would buy, and they would buy that book. 
Wow. <laughs> and uh, I remember one time this man had read the Bible 12 times, I believe he said through. He's an elderly gentleman. And uh, so it was, it was open. I didn't know it. When we got there, he said he wanted everything as a conflict of age series. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, she said, I wasn't surprised. That's what I prayed for. That they would, that the next, the next uh, visit would be that. Wow. He wanted me to know, Daniel, that he's in full protection. Well, this is something I did. I had about 300 bottles of doctor's offices. I didn't have to knock on doors. Mm -hmm. I had more than I could take care of. Just with weeds. Yeah. But one day, there's something, he just told me, he said, why don't you go out today and just take these paper books, the conference provided them, mm -hmm. the Zara Vages and uh, uh, object, crisis object lessons. Crisis object lessons. So we went out one day to, just, just to see. And I was had been, you know, if a person couldn't afford one of them, I'd give them one of the others. If they wanted to give a couple dollars, they could. Right. Get up. So we didn't take anything else, just that. First house we went to, took out this first thing, and took a cross object. Oh, that's a book I've been looking for, he said. Wow. And there's two or three guys there with him. But he reached in his pocket. I asked, told him whatever he'd left to give. And he reached in his pocket and gave me some money. Some, I thought it was dollar bills I got out. And I counted them. I said, he gave me $50. <laughs> for a little book that was given to me and, and then we went to the next house I think it was 30 I didn't get anything less than 20 that day <laughs> but that's the only time that ever happened yeah. that was a that was a something that the Lord wanted me to remember that day that's right yeah. it, sometimes I wonder if he does that for them or if he does it for us yes you know? Well, we can be sure, I think, both of them. Both. I, I had a, a lot of cards around my house. My my uh, uh, boss came down to work with me. And I said, uh, he said, we've got all kinds. I said, yeah, but we're not going to that one. We're going to wear over northern Kentucky. That's the one that the Lord has impressed me that we should go to. Right. He, he couldn't understand that at first. So we went over and it was in the northern Kentucky section. There's some beautiful hills over there. And this, mm -hmm. we, uh, it's probably about 25 or 30 miles out. Mm -hmm. But there was a road that went down this blacktop. And then we got to the foot of the blacktop. There's another road that private drive that went up to this home. Mm -hmm. I said, that's it. We went up there. Mother and her daughter was sitting outside, the grandmother mm -hmm. and her daughter and her grandchildren. I started showing her the books. She said, that's okay, I want everything. And I said, well, we're proud of not our covers and all that yeah, yeah. worship, right. you know? Right. And her grandchildren be handing those over to their children. No, no, that's okay. I, I believe that. I'll take everything you've got. <laughs> she bought over $800 worth of books. Wow. And uh, so she... Uh, Said I have to go in. This is a beautiful home. Yes. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful home. Yes. And they were sitting outside under a picnic bench, not under the picnic bench. Yeah, on the picnic bench. On the bench. Yeah. 
And uh, she said, I'll have we, my husband didn't think this high. We always check it. Want to check it out. Oh. She went out, she went in, come back out with the check. Come to find out later, come to find out later, her husband was one, one of the largest construction men in the northern Kentucky area. Wow. But while I was, while I was in there, my boss was with me, my leader, he said to the mother, the grandmother went and get the check. She said, he said, we don't uh, usually find Catholics as, as spiritual as you are. <laughs> this is what she said. She said, well, they had told us they were Catholic. Yeah. This is what she said. She said, most Catholics do not know Jesus. Mm. And about that time, a van pulled up. It was about a 17 or 18-year-old girl got out of the mm -hmm. van. So guess, Mom, Mom, guess what? Guess who I got to witness for Jesus today? Wow. I believe that's a, that's a Catholic family. I'm going to say in the kingdom. Amen. 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 And God sent you there that day to yes, share yes. those books with them. That's one. That's the one. He wanted that in their hands at that time. That's right. That's right. But, Isn't it humbling to think how God uses us as his instruments share the truth with others. Yes. Yes, so the Bible says if he didn't use us, he'd use the rocks. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's the reason I had my, my last sermon. I mentioned the, the, the uh, John Carter. Mm -hmm. Featured speaker at one of our camp meetings. Mm -hmm. And the, the uh, theme that was let's finish your work and go home. Amen. John Carter said, I don't believe that song. So if we don't finish the work, Jesus finishes the he work. Does. He and does. He does. Of course, He wants to use us. He uses us. But the work's going to be finished with or without us. That's right. That's right. He watches over it. Yeah. That's right. And it won't be much longer now, Glenn. I really believe that. I believe it'll be very soon. There's certain, certain things. I remember when I first went into literature work, part of our canvas was Jesus had come and so. Yes. I had a little problem with that because I say prophecies at that time that had not been fulfilled. fulfilled. But in my mind, I okayed it because anything within the next thousand years will be so great. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, anymore, I would not have any problem whatsoever because that prophecy that had not been fulfilled, most all of it's been fulfilled. Yes, now. yes. Yeah. yeah, it's well, even at the door. Yes, yes, absolutely. Even at the door. And that makes life exciting it to does. realize that. But you just, again, you want as many people as possible. You you you, you don't think of the, you don't think of the, uh, those that might be lost. You think of the heart of our God That's that right. loves each one of them so very much. That's right. We know how we feel if we know that we've lost a loved one. Can you imagine the magnitude of the? of the world that will be lost at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can never know. He has a feeling for each and every one of them. Amen. Amen. Well, could we have a word of prayer together? Sure since, we, since we're talking about prayer. Our kind and loving Father in heaven, Lord, Thank you for Glenn and for his ministry and for what he 
is doing, what he has done for so many years and continues to do to bless not only your church, but your people all around. Lord, thank you for giving him health. Thank you for sustaining him through uh, many bouts with illness, for raising him back up to strength. And Lord, we pray that you'll continue to give him recovery. His strength is not what it has been in the past. But Lord, we know that you are the great physician. And we pray, according to your will, that you will continue to give him healing and strength so that he can come back to church and and bless us with your word. And uh, Lord, most of all, we just pray that you will bless him with your presence. And we long for that day when we'll be together with all of our loved ones. Those who have passed away, Lord, we... We look forward to that day, that great resurrection morning, when we'll be reunited in your kingdom with no more sickness, no more sin, no more suffering. Yes. And we long for that day, Lord Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I appreciate that. Well, I'm so glad I could come and, and visit with you, Glenn. I'm so happy that you have been here. <laughs> and I uh, hope you always feel free to come back anytime. Well, thank you.